That's why we've called this podcast Parent 24-7. In this ongoing series of podcasts, we'll be unpacking all the issues that affect parents in South Africa. I'm Elizabeth Mamakos, and we're talking today to Rushka Lee Pedro on our Parent 24 podcast. Rushka is a family law mediator and the founder of Minor Impact, and we're here today to talk about toxic relationships. Toxic seems to be a bit of a buzzword these days. What ex- how exactly would you define, Rushka, a toxic relationship? Mm, no, perfect. Thank you so much for having me. So a toxic relationship is, it can be with anybody, not necessarily um, a partner. It can be with anybody, uh, somebody at work, your parents, etc. So it's just a, a relationship where you just don't feel like you can be yourself. There is maybe a certain level of manipulation or humiliation. Um, you just can't be yourself. You're walking around on eggshells because you're so afraid of how that person is going to react to the things that you do and say. It's not necessarily the same as an abusive relationship. Uh, yes, it can. It can actually be uh, defined as that because um, whether it be physically abusive or mentally abusive or financially abusive as well, either which way, it's still a toxic environment. So, how does one find oneself in a in a toxic relationship? I don't. Well, sometimes there's these people that uh, something happens and you know they change or they 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 lose somebody that they're close to. Just some sort of um, action or, or some sort of something that happens in their lives that just sort of change everything unless you know with a, a, a lot of couples that I deal with it was always there it's just they only noticed it at a later stage I guess when you're in the honeymoon stage of a yes. relationship then you can overlook or not notice a lot of things and I suppose when children come along a lot of cases things mm. change the dynamic changes um and perhaps then certain resentments can creep in. Is, would that lead to a situation that one would define as a toxic relationship? hundred percent. So a lot of the time with, with couples, if something happens, um, a big thing or a lot of small things, and that eventually grows and grows and grows, and you want to let this person feel the pain that you are feeling. So you'll snap at them, call them names, or you'll humiliate them, um, with their colleagues at work or at home with the, the family and all of that. So it's just a matter of um, trying to let them, know, like show them how they are making you feel. So it's, it's sometimes it's always been there, but um, yeah, it only comes out at a later stage. So how would you know you were in a toxic relationship? I know in some situations, for example, you, you, you're quite happy with your spouse, but mm. the, the mother-in-law maybe not so much. Mm. Or, you know, there's a there's a sibling or a... Or, or like you say, even at work, it doesn't mm. necessarily have to be a relative. So, so how would you, you know, you're sitting here and you're feeling like this isn't a healthy relationship, perhaps, maybe there's a lot of conflict, but how would you know it was toxic? Okay, not necessarily um, a lot of conflict. It's just a matter of being uncomfortable and knowing that this doesn't feel right. So it's a lot of um, asking yourself the questions, am I getting what I need from this relationship. So it's just a, a matter of sitting down and asking yourself these key questions. Is this a healthy relationship? Um, am I getting or am I growing from this relationship? Or is this relationship taking so much out of me and draining me every single day of my life? 
and then then you you start recognizing the signs from there. So it seems like if you recognize that you're in a toxic relationship, why is it so hard to not just leave? If you're at work, obviously it's a bit more difficult. We can't all mm. just resign and walk off. Mm. Or if you're married to somebody and you're mm. in a toxic situation, I understand that. But it, friendships, surely it can't be that difficult to, to walk away. Why are people bound to these relationships? Because as human beings, we get used to it. We get used to how people um, treat us and how we how they make us feel this is this is why um uh, women go back to abusive relationships because it's something that they are used to it's just a matter of breaking the cycle and showing yourself love like saying to yourself i deserve more than this and this is not healthy for me and yes by all means you'll you might go back to the relationship whether it's toxic abusive etc and 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 keep going back but there is there comes a point where enough is enough and then when you reach that point the the best thing is for you to to seek help and to get out as fast as possible let's talk quickly first about what happens if you don't get out what can happen to you what are the what's the worst case scenario this is where gender based violence um has come in um why it's so pronounced especially in 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 this country um the, a lot of women a lot of people don't have the resources they can't just pick up the phone and and you know get rescued so there there is a process of what you can do and how you can do it this is where um as a parent as a friend as a mom as a female you need to be as present as possible in your relationships making sure that um this person is okay that is why they said during the last 2 years please check up on um whoever that may be because something could be happening at at the house there i mean we were all forced to be in the the house together all the time for the last 2 years and it's just a matter of being fully present and making sure that everybody around you is okay emotionally and mentally so let let's talk quickly through the steps of leaving a toxic relationship you've decided you've realized you're in a, in a toxic relationship you've mm. decided it's time to leave say you're a parent you've got a, got one child two ch- children how how do you leave how do you admit that this is where you are and and how do you tell other people and then what do you actually practically do look there is no step 1 step 2 every every instance is moves on its own merits and it's it, it's not an easy thing to do it's really it's it's it, it can be very uncomfortable taking you out of your comfort zone whether it was it was unhealthy or whatever the case may be that is what you know so i think the the first step would be um to actually admitting it and being honest with yourself and truthful about the situation and then take it from there if you have a village um that we've spoken about previously ask and get help and seek help from from family members trusted friends and find if there is a place of shelter that you can actually uh, get to safely i've heard some horrific stories uh, in my years and 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 that's um it's it's very sad but you we try and help as much as possible but the risk is always there 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 will always be a risk that um things can can possibly go pear shaped it's just a matter of having um the processes in place if something does happen so you mentioned that people stay in these relationships and return to these relationships mm. because it's what they know does that mean someone who 
is in a kind of a toxic relationship, whether it be at work or at home, mm. or or with friendships, are they doomed to keep repeating the same the same situations and finding themselves in the same place, or is that can we can we break away from that? At the end of the day, you can only help somebody who's willing to be helped, um, and if they don't want to be, you can try and be a friend or a colleague or a confidant to say. From what I know, because we we don't know the the whole entire story, what I can see and what I know, this is not healthy. Are you fine? Are you okay? And then, you know, we can kind of take it from there. But it's just a matter of making sure that this person is fully aware of the situation because somebody who's unsure of a situation can easily be um, manipulated or, or, or... you know, it, for the whole thing just to to fall back into the cycle. So it's a, just a matter of being um, truthful with yourself and breaking the cycle. So say the situation where you're where you're in a toxic relationship. You're you're happy at home with your children and your spouse, but there is and and like let's just use the, the mother-in-law as an example. <laughs> yeah. I love my mother-in-law. I'm gonna put that out there. Good. So this does not <laughs> uh, pertain to me, but. Um, yeah, that that can happen. I've read many stories where mm. where uh, the in law is 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 not a good influence in mm. a number of different ways. Whether it's the way that she he or she impacts the the children or your relationship, how do you cut that person off in a way that prote- to protect yourself? But obviously, children might love their grandparent. Mm. Um, it's not it's not a simple situation of just walking away. How do you how do you manage those situations? So it's, once again, you have to be um, open and honest with your partner about their, their, their mother. And I know it's, 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 or it's never an easy thing to, to, to bring this up. But if you can say that this is what happened and it, I, it made me feel some kind of way about it, and then getting their view. And most of the time it will be, oh, no, you're playing it's in your head it's all in your head she absolutely loves you don't worry about it and if it happens perpetually that is when you can bring it up and say I'm not a hundred percent happy with this because it happened on Christmas and it's happening now on Easter and I don't want it to happen again what can we as a unit do about it so now we're in a situation where we've realized that Frank we're using the poor mother-in-law as an example Mm. today but um (laughs) The, you've 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 tried to speak to your spouse about the the relative, mm-hmm. and they are on board or even or perhaps not. But is there a situation where you would ever address the the issues of, in the relationship directly with the person who's causing the problems? You can. Um, I would suggest that that would be the first uh, point of call. That 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 will be the first um, uh, point of departure from there, and it all depends on who you're dealing with, um, because. When they sit down and you say, you know, you open and honest, you say, this makes me feel like this, their response is, it will, will dictate the relationship moving forward because they can either acknowledge that they've made you feel uncomfortable or they've made you feel some kind of way and stop and move on from there or they can deny it all and it, and it carries on. And if that does happen, then you, after instance two, instance three, and you say, I need you to stop. And if you don't, we are going to have to reassess the situations and we have to um, reassess the relationship and our interaction. It's not a matter of saying, 
I don't like this and I'm going to stop letting you see the, the kids or whatever the case may be. It's just a matter of opening up and doing what's best for yourself and your mental health. Because uh, by all means, kids love their grandparents. Why? Because they get spoiled rotten and they want, and you want to, to um, grow that relationship with, with them. There's, uh, there's a lot of benefit for them to have a good relationship with their grandparent. And if that's the case, then you'll be open and honest and say, this is, this is how it's going to go. When I, I want you to spend time with my children, I don't want to keep them away from you, but this is what we're going to do. I'm going to drop them off at the gate or you can fetch them or whatever, just to try and limit the interaction between yourself and, uh, as we used in this example, the mother-in-law. So just kind of limit that if, um, it, if it does reach that point. So is it ever okay to cut off a family member? Let's say it's a toxic influence in your life and you've decided that's it. And then people say to you, oh, but it's, it's your father, it's your mother, it's mm. your sister, it's your brother. You can't cut them out. That's mm. not fi- right. They're family. Yes. Is, it, is it ever okay? It is. Toxic is, to- toxic is toxic. Whether it's a father, mother, sibling, whatever the case may be. It is, it, if it's an a, a unhealthy relationship, and it's not good for you and your mental health and your well-being, by all means. I, I feel in my personal capacity that that needs to, you need to break it off. Because the first thing is self-love and your children um, deserve the best version of yourself. And if anything is standing in the way of that, you need to make it a point that uh, something needs to change. Well, thank you, Rishka, and thank you for the permission, <laughs> if necessary, um, to move on from a toxic relationship. Well, thank you for joining us today. Perfect. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Parent 24's podcast with me, Elizabeth Mamacos. Sign up for our newsletter to stay up to date with the latest parenting news and information and more podcasts like this one. If you have a topic you'd like to suggest, please get in touch with us. Our details are in the notes below.